Shore Coin and Collectibles Hour on Fox Sports Radio. And now, your host, Scott Heiligman. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to the Park Shore Coin and Collectibles Hour. Um, Mark Heaton, the host of the show, and then we're in with Scott Heiligman, host of the show, but he's also president and Park Shore, uh, Park Shore Coin Gold and Collectibles. Scott, That's we were me. talking about silver in that last segment, mm-hmm. okay? And we ended by talking about uh, silver in sterling silver. How much silver is in sterling silver? A lot of people have sterling. Uh-huh. A lot of people do, and they probably don't realize how much they've got or how much value is actually there. Right. So there's various kinds. Uh, typical sterling, if it says sterling on the uh, back of the item, it's around 92%. All right, that's what we buy it at, even though when it comes back from an assayer, it's usually 88 to 90. Um, and then there's some that's 80%, and then there's some that's 90%. Because like we talked about, I think, last week or the week before, if people collect those quarters and dimes and half dollars that are 1964 and older, then those are made of 90% silver. So 30, 40, 50 years ago, a lot of people had a lot of that stuff. Right. And so the, what they would do is they would melt it down, or even sterling silver companies came about, they would just make those items into silverware. Right. Right. So they would melt coinage. Okay. Right. So they get a bunch of quarters, dimes from the bank or from. Well, that's where the term coin that, silver comes That's from. right, 90%. So then that's 90%. And either way, you got to bring it into my store so I can weigh it and look at it. Because sometimes some patterns do have a little bit of. Uh, premium to them right because they do get resold right not everything gets repurposed and melted into uh you know phones and batteries yeah. uh, some things do get reused like yeah. tiffany comes to mind yeah. but i would say the vast majority of it gets repurposed right. but that's why i buy it for top dollar right you know if that wasn't the case then i would wouldn't want to buy it at all like i don't buy silverware sets from that come in that are plated you know right. if they sell silver plate i'm not really interested in them right but they look identical though so people have to be very careful of that identical silver yeah you test it but the most important on silverware is the stamp sterling will always have a stamp on it okay on the back okay and And if it doesn't have a 925 or 900 or 800 but 99 percent of the time it says sterling Mm -hmm. and that's their maker's mark okay that's the whole point of making such a nice item and charging a premium and so you can put that on there right you know it's kind of a mark of like 14 karat gold Mm -hmm. that's why most jewelry unless it's custom made and you know the jeweler then you don't really need to stamp it because, like, you know, I made it. I tell you it's 14 karat. Mm-hmm. You trust that person, right? And it usually is. But that's why uh, mass producers of it, manufacturers, have to stamp it. Yeah. You know, and most have a stamp on it. Yeah. And uh, for those of you that have just joined us in the second hour of the show, second half hour of the show, uh, Scott is president and owner of Park Shore Coin Collectibles in Naples. Yep. And you have clientele from Marco Island all the way to Northport, Scott. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you deal with pretty much anything in the collectibles world. That's there's right. a lot of stuff. There's, in the yeah, things you never even think of. Yeah, things that, things that just, you know, you, you don't come to mind immediately, but you discover and learn every single day. Yep. And it's, it's just it's always something new walks through that door. Yeah. So it keeps the day going, keeps yeah. it interesting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, makes it very, very, uh, you know, no two days are the same. You have talked about... Um, clients or future clients and potential clients that want to get into collecting or investing in silver or gold. And you've made suggestions in the past that they start with, I guess you called it junk silver. Yep. And that's a good start. Yep. Right? Yep. That's a great way to begin your collection. If you want to start tucking some money away, uh, simply for the fact that there's not a large premium associated with buying it. And what I mean by a premium is uh, silver and gold are usually traded 
Um, and I'm talking trading, I'm talking physical gold and silver. Uh, when you go buy a coin, you go buy a silver or gold bar, that's called physical gold and silver. Mm -hmm. uh, the prices, however, are predicated on uh, the paper value, which people get on kitco.com, things of that nature. You'll Google what's silver price. Right. That's going to bring up a chart that goes back years and years and years, and it's going to tell you uh, the current price of it you know, on paper, and that's kind of how the physical is traded. Mm -hmm. But there's a huge convergence when the market shifts, right? Right, like it did in the last year, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of more people are getting into precious metals because they see the government's printing and printing and printing, mm -hmm. and that usually leads to inflation. We now see it at the gas pump. We now see it uh, at the grocery store. Right. You get a little bit less of the item, and it's a little bit more expensive. Right. That's the way that uh, a lot of these manufacturers handle inflation. They give you a smaller product. It used to be 12 ounces. It's now 10 ounces, yeah. right? Yeah. That's inflation. Now they won't have to reflect it in the price. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's still a dollar ninety nine. That's why I'm like, well, when's the dollar store going to eventually have to go up? And they did, I think. Yeah, I think they've one that. had to go to a dollar and a quarter because yeah. eventually that doesn't make any sense. But they're not going to call it a dollar and a quarter. Store. No, right? <laughs> they're not right. But the but whole eventually concept the is concept to get things... is you can't get yeah. anything for a dollar anymore. No. So it's going to go up, and those that keeps going up, and then in turn, precious metals should go up. Copper's so, gone up, brass has gone up, silver and gold has gone up. And People so are thinking that the, well, the dollar is usually going down, they think, with inflation, but it's kind of getting stronger again. So it's really anybody's guess. But it's nice to have that, a nice physical thing that you can always trade and to always have, and you can liquidate fast. That's why people like gold and silver. So uh, you can't sell a stock the same day. Sure. You know, if something no, it's a comes up. against inflation. Yeah, and it's exactly, yeah. And as you said before, it's liquid. Highly liquid, yeah. Well, that's so, why it's been the world currency forever. Right. You know, it used to back the dollar before oil did. Yeah. You know. That's amazing. You think the history of gold, you know, our country was... We banned really, it for a while. Our monetary system was founded on gold. Yeah. No, just, it's just a bizarre ride. We've got to, we got to figure a way to get back. But I think most people's instincts are good when it comes to the idea of collecting silver, collecting gold, buying precious metals. You also deal in uh, gold, co gold coinage. Absolutely, yeah. So if someone wants to get into... The gold market, gold coins. yeah, for you sure. Do that. That's a very common one. People watch those uh, television shows or read in the papers about the business insiders and things of that nature. And that's the market that's always the first one they talk about. Silver, they don't really talk about it that much. Right. It's always the gold market. Right. And so market. people, it piques their interest, and it's a higher bar of entry. But, you know, 1800 bucks, it's a, you know, a nice savings account, and that's one coin. It's a fairly simple transaction, mm -hmm. you know. It takes two seconds, and now you have a nice coin to have tucked away to hedge against inflation. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to just have uh, your savings account sitting there versus keeping it at an interest rate right. of 0%. Because that's right. really my customers, a lot of them down here in Naples who are investing in that. It's like, do I keep it in my checking account or a CD, you know, with very low returns, something very safe I'm talking, right? Yeah. They're not trying to make huge returns. Right. You know, something really, that's what gold has naturally been that. Yeah. It's super safe. You yeah. know, it's been gradually going up and up and up. So, you know, it's nice to have that. Yeah. If if someone came to you and said, Scott, I don't want, I don't have the eighteen nineteen hundred dollars that it comes that that comes with the purchase of a of a full one, one ounce, ounce coin, can I do I have some options? Yeah, I would say you can start with a one tenth ounce, but also learn when you do that, the higher the premiums get. So when you buy a one tenth ounce coin, you're going to pay what one tenth of an ounce of gold is. So right now it's one hundred eighty dollars, but a lot of times you're going to pay a ten or fifteen percent premium. Okay. So you might pay about two hundred fifty dollars for that coin, okay. maybe two twenty five. Well, now see that's something our listeners need to know. Yes. Listen to what Scott is saying because this is important. Yes. You don't have to buy a full ounce of gold. No. But you can buy smaller denominations. Is that what you? Yeah, you can you buy. A, there's certain companies that make them as small as one gram. Okay. Right. But one gram of gold approximately is worth about 
you know, pure, it's worth about $60, $57. If you find a one gram coin, you're going to probably pay 100 for it, 120 right. right? Right. So if you find a one ounce gold coin, you can, and gold's $1,800, you can close to going for 1825 mm-hmm. Almost the same premium as a one-tenth. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you're buying a bunch of it, you want to keep that premium down. So the larger so, the, do- yeah. the larger the size, the better off you are as far as an investment. Right. There's just a less premium. Right. But if there's a very high demand for the one-tenths, yeah. I can sell them an infinite amount right. for about an 8% premium. Okay. Okay. Which is crazy. Okay. You know, I can't get that much in at that price. Right. Um, but they go fast and right. people want it. And a lot of the reason is if there is a scenario where we do begin trading silver and gold because right. uh, the monetary system uh, isn't doing so well, uh, it's nice to have fractional. Because uh, if you're going to go uh, buy a loaf of bread or a car or this or that, you have a one ounce coin or a one tenth coin, much better off having the one tenth coin, I think, uh, when you're dealing with most people. Sure. Because you got gold. Sure. Right. And a lot of times you'll just end up overpaying if you don't have fractions of it. So that's always smart. Yeah. So there's different reasons to have it. Uh, but if you're looking for long-term holds, uh, I would say buy just generic as close to spot as possible. And by that, I mean anywhere from 2 to 5% over spot price. You know, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's kind of how, uh, you know, I would start off doing it. That's really good advice. That goes with silver too. Yeah. If you buy a one-ounce coin, uh, the premium is going to be $5 on it. Or you know, which can be five, ten percent. Sometimes right. uh, you buy a hundred ounce bar. Uh, so let's say uh, it's twenty two bucks an ounce. Okay. You could probably get it for twenty three hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, where you can probably get one ounce for right. twenty six bucks. Right. See how there's a four dollar premium on the one ounce, but there's right. only a one dollar premium on the one hundred. Mm-hmm. It's because you bought more, mm-hmm. and it's on one bar. Okay. Harder to liquidate though. Harder to sell a 100-ounce bar okay. to an individual, right, if you're trading. Right. So if you just want to sell a one-ounce bar or you want to barter, probably it's not too advantageous to have 100 ounces of it. Yeah. It's good to stack away as a savings account. Yeah. That's what's called stackers. And they That's don't take the up a lot of space from. either, right? Well, gold, silver does. Gold yeah. doesn't. Right. Silver gold takes does. up a tremendous amount of space. Yeah. That's why people have pivoted to gold. Okay. You know, because it takes up less space. See, if you're listening to the show right now, this is, uh, this is our host of our show is Scott Heiligman. And Scott is also not just host of the show, but he is owner of Parks or Coin Gold and Collectibles in Naples. His uh, office is off of Immokalee Road in Naples. And um, he talks to people from all over southwest Florida, whether you're in Marco Island or Northport. If you're interested in the idea of, of investing in gold or silver and you need that uh, help, that, that he'll do free evaluations mm-hmm. if you've got something you want to sell. But he mm-hmm. can help you. Reach out to him at 239-961-0816 yep. or on his website at, at uh, parkshorecoin.com. And, uh, Scott, that's yep. that's great stuff to know. And even if you're listening nationally, right, because now we're on a podcast network, people sure. might call in sure. and say, hey, Scott, what do I have? They can still do the texting. Sure. And guess what? My insurance company through my company, I can insure it, have you sent to me. I'll email you a label. Right. All you have to do is put it in a box. He made a good point. And then I'll, and I can buy it from you, um, you know, once it gets here. I, if you're listening to this show and you're not in Southwest Florida, yeah. we're streaming. So you might be listening to this show Two on weeks a later. Saturday morning, yeah, yeah, somewhere, or on a podcast. Reach out to Scott. At least get his um, evaluation or get his impression. He's more than happy to talk with you. 239-961-0816. And like you said, you could ship anywhere in the country. Anywhere in the country. Yeah, they just ship it to me, yeah. and I buy it, you know. Absolutely. And we'll pretty much settle how much I'd pay for it, you know, over yep. the pictures and the emails. Yep. And, no, I have some customers that absolutely, they mail me their stuff because they don't have really a fair place to trade where they are. Right. And it's pretty simple to put it in a, uh, you know, I have envelopes to do one overnight. 
right? Sometimes two days. So it, it arrives and it's always fully insured. Mm-hmm. So if ever anything does get lost, we know what's in there. Mm-hmm. We document it. We take pictures of it and we value it. That's why we have to value it even beforehand, so we know how much to uh, insure the labels for. Mm-hmm. You know, in Excellent. case something happens. But knock on wood, it hasn't happened yet. Um, but we we think of everything. Right. You know? I mean, you're 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 not only buying things. Right. You're also selling. Absolutely. And that's a big deal. So yep. in the reverse of this, if you've got if you've got some silver coins or gold yep. coins or gold jewelry or silver jewelry, and you need to have it evaluated, Scott does free evaluations. Yep. Uh, reach out to him on his website at parkshorecoin.com. Um, Scott, you, you're always busy. Your, you, your business is 24 seven. It is. It's 24 yep. seven. Yep. I mean, there's always people reach out to you just with questions. Especially sales. Cause I'm a 95% of my goods get sold online. Yep. I'm an online retailer. Yeah. You know, especially with my small little office, I don't have much room to, for people to walk in and have showcases. Right. That was never really my business model. I always wanted to build an online mm-hmm. and do it that way. Right. And so, yeah, that's why it's 24 seven. People are always emailing calling i have some customers in europe i have some in hong kong um and you know their daytime is 1 a.m you know and so yeah i don't keep my ringer on but they have my number my i mean that's my phone number right there you know that phone's always pretty nearby so it's pretty easy to get a hold of me but that makes it good for the customer Mm -hmm. uh because especially when you're buying online uh there's some big companies that do it out there but the customer service is where you're not gonna get with what you have with me right you're never gonna be talking to the owner you're never going to get the shipping label two seconds later yeah. uh, through private messenger or text with the direct number. Yeah. It's going to be more automated, right. you know, and usually more expensive too. You, um, you're a man of the world. <laughs> no, for sure. It's amazing what the, the internet has done. Changed it all. Click of the button. It's just this phone. It, the phone. I have to tell you, kind we're sitting here in the studio, and 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 Scott's is even when we are in the middle of uh, the show. People reaching out to three him. calls already. Reaching out to him. they're lining up. It's like it's like can't jets. wait to get in it's here like Saturday jets. morning. They're landing the jets as soon as we get off the air. Scott's going to have to find a quiet room and yeah. land these planes and uh, help everyone the out. The golfers are out this morning. <laughs> they are. We always like to talk at near the end of the show. We say get them hit them straight and That's enjoy the straight. day. We're in Southwest Florida, but um, even if you're in Minnesota or New York or Illinois or some other market, and you're listening to us. You can have a connection for in sure. Southwest Florida. Oh, the internet too. Absolutely. Find me on Facebook, parkshorecoin.com. Mm-hmm. And, what, and your uh, phone number again is? 239-961-0816. And I'm right off 75 in Immokalee. So yeah. if you get off 75, you go west. Yeah. First turn is Strand Boulevard. I'm right there. And the office Strand Executive there, yeah. Center. Yeah. And you. Um, Great location. You're, you're, you deal with people all over, again, all over the country. And they're always text. They're oh, text all the way friendly. to Immokalee for sure. Up to Northport. Um, I've had a couple come in from Plantation. Mm-hmm. So the other coast. Right. Yeah. People are willing to drive yeah. to do business with somebody they want to trust and do business with. Well, and you They're come, happy to drive that extra 30 minutes an hour. Right. I mean, it's really a no-brainer kind of. Yeah. You know, if you're doing cash business and yeah. precious metals, not everyone sees it that way, yeah. but, you know, uh, to each their own. But there's a lot of people that do. Yeah. Well, the, Thankfully. The, the nice thing about you compared to pretty much anyone else in, in the market that's in, in this type of business, you come with high recommendations. You're honest, respectable. Your customers have glowing recommendations, great things to say about you, and that and that's really the best. That's the best type of advertising is word of mouth. That's the only kind, yeah. And you're you're repeat. You have a lot of repeat customers, yeah. And they want to do business with you. You've told us stories in the past where you know someone's sort of testing you, and they'll bring you several pieces of maybe a coin collection, and once they get to know you and know that you're honest and above board. Mm-hmm. Then you start seeing yeah. the rest of them. Yeah, a lot of times I even say, hey, this is just a part of it, a little bit what I have. Yep. Give you a sense. And they're like, hey, I just want to, 
you know, meet you first and see kind of because a lot of times it's kind of a new business model to begin with. Kind of, there's not really places you bring your random stuff into somebody to give you an offer to buy them. Mm -hmm. So just from the beginning of it, they're kind of just like not knowing what to expect. Right. So then once they come in and realize it's pretty chill, yeah. You know, nice office. Yeah. Very clean. Very relaxed. Very relaxed. You got a lot of cool stuff. A nice place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Easy place to sit and just kind of do do our thing. Um, and and then they get all, comfortable. Yeah, and you've got all of the equipment you need to test precious metals. Everything you need to know. Yeah, yep. everything you need Most to know. Most stuff down here, though, people, it's good stuff. Yeah. You know, they've had it for 70 years. They got it from their mom. They've already had it appraised, yeah. you know, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you've told us in the past, uh, in past shows, that you've had insurance companies call you and want you to appraise a, uh, an estate because maybe they're going to parse it out to different children. Oh, law firms. And they've law firms. Yes. They've got to know, well, what are the values? Yeah. So if you're in need of having an evaluation done. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a trusted resource for them. Well, without a question. I mean, I'm on uh, a list of an internal list of amongst them sure. where they just send their coin and collectibles, mm-hmm. you know, because they're like one of them said that like, there just wasn't a place to, yeah. you know, that will take their time to go through and list everything that we have and what, what we'll buy it for. That's, a lot of times you have to bring it to a place. I mean, I go to them. I go there the to the conference. Well, yeah, I go to their conference. They don't want to leave with this stuff a lot of times. Right. So they say, hey, Scott, will you come in and look at this, uh, you know, lot that we have? Or yeah. sometimes they'll send pictures. Right. You know, a lot of times, they, yeah, and we just kind of make a bid for it. You you know, you're you're a jack of all trades. But that was, yeah, there. that was refer- all word of mouth, though. That's yeah. how we got into that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it started with one. Mm-hmm. And now it's just they refer you. Yeah. If you if you've got coins, uh, silver, gold, you're interested in selling or buying, you can reach out to Scott. Or if you've got other things too, like sports memorabilia, uh, baseball cards, which is a big thing right now. A lot of people have collected baseball cards, watches, antique toys, uh, vintage toys, musical instruments. You said musical instruments have been yeah, hot. They've been lately. hot lately. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really nice ones down here, and even uh, I saw the really nice vintage uh, violin. Mm-hmm. Uh, early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the customer didn't really know what to expect. They brought it in. I think I bought it for $250 from them. Sure. Yeah. They were pleased. Very pleased, yeah. Absolutely. You want to make some money, it's money right on the spot. For too. sure. If they want to sell it. You'll... It's sitting in their closet. I mean, the guy literally said, hey, this stuff has been sitting in my closet. I don't even know what I have. Mm-hmm. And we looked it up, and boom. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we talk about coins a lot and the grading of coins. You're able to grade a coin collection. Let's say that that someone inherited some coins from you. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm getting ready to to mention now. There was a uh, an email that you gave me when we started the show. It was from Beth in Naples. She emailed you earlier this week, and she had a question about uh, what you could do to help. She said, "I've got a coin collection that I inherited from my father." And it said, "This is the email I'm reading to." She says, "I not I'm not sure what it's worth." She said, "I've done a little research on my own." Just enough to know that there is probably value in the collection. Can you come and see me and give me a better idea of how much money we're dealing with? Sure. Hey, Beth, um, I would be happy to do that. Do you want to maybe text photos of them? We can do it that way. Otherwise, I'd be happy to do a house call. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that's what she wants, right? Sure. Probably yeah. go out, take well, a look, spend the uh, half hour, hour, and she can lay them all out on her table. Right. She doesn't have to leave the confides of her home, which a lot of people like during COVID. Right. I think there's going to be a certain subsect of our society that just never leave their house again. I think that's what we've learned. Wow. Probably 10, 15, 20. I don't know the number. Yeah. I'm not going to try and figure it out on this uh, medium. Uh, but I don't think their life's ever going to come back to normal. Have I you think... noticed in the last two years a lot of people reaching out saying, come and see me? 
Yeah, and I think a lot of people just aren't even reaching out. I think a lot of people are even afraid to see anybody still, okay. especially we live in an older community. Okay. I think a lot of them are just very, very scared to ever see anyone ever again. Um, a couple during COVID, uh, I did. they would have me come out on their lanai, and we were all outside, like 10 feet apart. I mean, these people thought, like, I would have, like, I had Ebola. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's how scared they were of me. And I'm like, we're sitting outside. We all three, you know what I mean? And it was just, and, and I knew there was no coming back from that. Right. Because if you knew anything early on, if you're outside and you kept it short and you kept it simple, yeah. you didn't have to be all high strung, right. wound up. And it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But that's where we are now. And I think that a lot of people, when they're comfortable, they'll have me come to them. I just don't think they're leaving much anymore. The older, because the reality is, if you're old and get this thing, it's not good. No, you know, if you're in your 80s. No. Other side is it's not as contagious as they made it sound like. Right. You know, like if you go to Publix and touch a door handle, yeah. you're not going to catch COVID. Right. You know, but a lot of people will never come back from that. Right. And so I think a lot of people always think that, so they're going to never going to come in. It's sad, but yeah. that helps that I can go to them. Yeah. You know. That you know what that your business model in that you have the flexibility to make a house call, and look at uh, a collection of whatever they have collectibles, jewelry, coins. Um, that just makes all the difference in the world because, like you said, a lot of people don't want to haul it, and then sometimes that stuff's heavy. Too heavy, too. A lot of yeah. times, that's usually the case. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you talk about silver sets. Mm-hmm. We talked about silver sets in the earlier in this hour, and uh, some of that stuff. Is the weight very heavy, especially 10 it, 20 pounds? Yeah, mm-hmm. to drag that out to your car and then have to bring it all the way over to your your shop and yeah. in, in, in unload it, load it. Road. Yeah, much Naples. easier for me to come to you. Yeah, but sometimes people just want to get rid of it. Yeah, and I'll carry it from the parking lot, they'll call me. There you go. You know, they only have to <laughs> do such one. A good they guy. just have to do one. Well, my first location was on the second floor. Yeah, so I almost always had to do that. Yeah, so half my customers couldn't even walk. You know, I learned the hard well, way. I can tell you right now, he's no on the elevator. first floor now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> even an elevator too at this. It's one. easy in and out. You can yep. walk in. Uh, Zona Mockley Road in Naples. It's easy right off the highway. Right off seventy five is in the Strand, and uh, you can visit with him, sit and talk, get to know each other. You know, so much of your business, Scott, is relationships. You know, we've talked about gold and silver coins. We've talked about jewelry. We talked about sports memorabilia. There are some huge collections out there, and a lot of people seem to be piecemealing them out. Uh-huh. You know, they they every year that say taxes are due. This time of year, you want to pay your taxes. You've got some gold, some silver. You got some sports cards. You want to sell them? Yep. Pay some bills. Yep. You offer money right on the spot, which is fantastic, and you beat your competitors' prices too. Quick liquidation, yeah, for sure. And I don't even know if there's many competitors that even buy half the things that I buy. Yeah. You know, sure, there's some that buy jewelry. And diamonds, you know. But when it comes to sports memorabilia, a lot of the coins I deal with, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, not many. Yeah, you've 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 got it you've got it down pat. Yep. You understand the market, and you understand what's available, and also the network that you've established of people out there that can, if you if you've come across something that's unusual, and they've sent you a picture, you're interested in seeing what they have, you go to visit them. It might be something that is so unusual that you don't know everything there is to know about it, but you know people that can. That's right. That's where the relationships do come into yeah. play that I've met along the way. Yeah. And they're happy to help me. Yeah. And that's what's so nice about having my own outlet here in store is these people want to cater to me and my customers because mm-hmm. they get good stuff. Mm-hmm. So they get back to me. They help me find buyers. Mm-hmm. And that, at the end of the day, helps me give the best bid to my buyers. Sure. Or my sellers, I should say. Sure. You know? So it kind of it's like a full circle. Yeah. You know, my good business on one end 
helps the other end. Yeah. And then having good customers, that's why it's all related. It works both ways. It helps me too. Because when somebody walks in and I don't get a good feel, I don't have to, I don't buy from everyone. Right. I don't have to. I take a lot of passes. Yeah. You know, for sure. So if you're not comfortable if I'm with not someone, coming, yeah, no, I don't have to do I don't have to, you know, I don't have to buy your stuff. Right. You know, I just. Let me ask you with the, the type of business you're in and your pers- very personable personality, and you come highly recommended, of course, here in the Southwest Florida area. Oh, thank you. Um, a lot of your, a lot of your um, customers maybe started as selling you something uh-huh. and ended up being buyers, buyers of things that you have. Very common. Transition uh-huh. from one to another. Well, they meet me and then they say, oh, maybe, you know, a lot of times they're buying or selling. Yeah. They don't have the dough. Right. Right. That's why they're selling a lot of times. I could use the dough. Right. So if you need the dough, you're usually not buying precious metals. Right. It's usually an asset. Yeah. It's like a, you know, it's a luxury to be able to buy that and hold on to that. Yeah. And then they'll say, oh, you know, I'm finally ready to buy some stuff. Or they'll even buy what they sold me. You know, they'll come, they'll sell their five ounces of gold. I've had a guy do that. He's bought, he bought, sold five, 10 ounces of gold. Six months later, he bought 70. Wow. Yeah, literally 70. Really? Yep. And so he's like, I met you. He's like, it was a pleasure doing business with you. Yeah. Here's a check for X amount of dollars, and we delivered on it. That's so maybe a, lot. a moment in time, he needed a cash infusion? That's what's so nice about it. Yeah, he was remodeling something, okay. and he wanted to pay some of the workers in cash, so it yeah. goes a little further. And so he cashed them out, yeah. and uh, that's what he did. It was you know just what? like an expense thing, like in a drawer. There you, there you go. And now he replenished it Yeah. You know, as a savings account for an emergency. It's a great place to keep it. That's because cash idea. is really easy to spend in a in an account. Oh sure, a lot harder to spend gold. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to liquidate some some gold or silver, you need to see Scott. The uh, the yeah, or uh, buying if you want to buy some. Yeah, or if you want yeah. to buy it as well too. Yeah, there's um, a very low entry. But like I said, we can get you in. A lot of people start with silver. That's why because you say because it's a little bit less expensive to. Mm-hmm. But once you have a thousand dollars worth of silver, you can get a half ounce gold coin. Right. Transition right. into it. Right. That's how you slowly do it. It's kind of like Bitcoin. People get into Bitcoin, they look at the price of like $40,000. And we're not talking about it not knowing what it is or how it works, but you don't have to buy $40,000. price is too You expensive. can buy $2 worth. Yeah. You can buy 0.00000189 Bitcoin. Yeah. But the entry point is $34,000 for one. Yeah. It scares people off. Right. The reality is don't look at it that way. Look at it like you're getting $200 worth at this price mm-hmm. and see what happens. So and with gold and silver, there are good entry Same points thing. for the person that wants to invest yeah. and for a for a uh, hedge against inflation. Yeah, exactly. And low point, you can get in for 20 bucks. Keep I mean, technically, you can get in for a dollar, two dollars on a dime. Yeah. A 1964 Roosevelt dime is two bucks. Wow. There right. you go. There you go. It's there a few grams of, gold, of silver. Well, if you're interested in, in selling or buying gold or silver, coins, um, whether it's jewelry, you need to reach out to Scott. His number is 239-961-0816. Again, that's 239-961-0816. And Scott is, again, not only host of this show, but he's also owner of Park Shore Coin and Collectibles here in Southwest Florida. 